Chapter 24 of Arona, The Last Night in New London We spent the rest of that day in the streets of New London after the failed invasion, helping the wounded and putting the dead on wagons to be taken out of the city and buried. It made me realize what a terrible thing war was. So many innocent lives lost, so much suffering. I'd seen people experience loss before, but death somehow seemed to be more painful on Arona. Families and friends spent hundreds, even thousands of years together through the use of Arona. Then they were suddenly gone forever. It was hard to imagine what it was like to lose someone you'd loved for thousands of years. I paused for a moment up on the walls, watching as ships scooped up nets full of the dead invaders. The lake was still blood red, and the cries of the wounded, who had managed to swim to the shores, were soon silenced by the Newdonians, whose job it was to kill all remaining survivors. It was starting to get dark, and I was loading a small dead child onto a wagon when I heard Jack call my name. Troy, come on, the king has called us to the war room again. I hurried over to him, and we met up with Drew, Jack, Cubby, Allie, Leafen, and Trendon. Luckily, most of us were still alive. Sure, some of us had some pretty nasty wounds, but it was nothing the Rhone couldn't heal. Allie sobbed uncontrollably as we walked into the war room. Our compliments on your victory, King Richard, said Drew, as we walked in the room. He reached his hand out to congratulate the king, but was met with an unexpected frown. Hardly a victory, snapped the king, who looked at Drew's hand and then back down at his maps on the table. My grandson is dead. My people are slowly dying, and now my enemies have control of Gaston and the Arone. Congratulate me once we have vanquished all of my enemies and kept my people safe. Now I know Iruso didn't send you directly to Nocer. He must have not trusted his captains with the letter he sent to betray me. Strange he trusted you, the king said looking over at us as if we were not to be trusted. Drew lowered his hand. I'm sorry, I, I just meant... The king interrupted. You should all be on your way now. Nocer is quite a journey from here. I recommend you leave tomorrow. These are dark times on Arona. I would expect you are more eager than ever to return to Earth. My people will fight with you, said Trendin, stepping forward. I hope you are right, said the king. I plan to call on every kingdom to destroy the Taronks and their allies. We must get the Arone back. Without it, we are all doomed. He walked over to the nearby window, looking down at the city. Grandfather, said Princess Josiah, appearing at the doorway and rushing over to him. You must let me come with you. Yes, I think it might be wise. One day, when I'm gone, you will rule in my stead. It is time you learn the art of war. There is much to do. We leave on the morrow. He turned to us, signaling for some men to escort us out. Goodbye and good luck returning to Earth. I hope that planet is in better shape than ours. With that, the doors were closed. He hadn't even given us a chance to say thank you. I'm sorry, he's using that like this, explained the princess as she hurried to catch up to us. Losing my brother has devastated us both. We walked with her through the halls. The preparations have been made and your guides will be ready to take you all to Nocera in the morning. I must go now and prepare for the journey to Gaston. I hope to see you again before I leave, she said, looking directly at me before rushing off with her entourage. I don't think she cares if she sees me before she leaves, joked Cubby. Yeah, me either, added Jack. I'm not going to know, sir, said Drew, interrupting the laughter. What? 
What are you talking about? I asked. I'm going back to the city of Elden with Leafen. Marin's in danger, as are the others. It's one of the locations of the Four Springs of their own. I'm almost certain that the Taronks and their allies are going to try to take it over. It's obvious now that they plan on controlling all their own on the planet, and if they have the combined forces, they can finally do it. We all stood there looking at Drew as he spoke, knowing there was nothing any of us could say to change his mind. After I find Marin and know she's safe, then I'll come meet you guys in Nocer. There's nothing you can say to change my mind. The look on his face told me he meant it. We spent that evening saying goodbye to the various people we'd met while in New London, helping with the aftermath of the battle until late in the night. I got to the point where I couldn't stay up any longer, and went back to my room alone. I tried to sleep but couldn't. All I could think about was Chelsiah. I couldn't bear the thought of not seeing her again. Tomorrow I would leave for Nocer with my brothers, and she would go off with her grandfather across a perilous world engulfed in total war. I put my clothes back on and quietly made my way to her private room. I told myself as I walked towards her room through the dark holes that I was being stupid, that she was sleeping. Then I realized I didn't care. I had to see her now. I couldn't wait until the morning. I knocked on her door softly. Nothing. I knocked again. Still nothing, until I finally heard some movement. Who is it? said her voice through the door. It's Troy. Can I speak with you for a moment? The door opened. There in the candlelight stood the princess in her nightgown, obviously half asleep but still beautiful as the soft light cast a slight glow upon her face. I said nothing and just stared at her. I could tell she wanted me to visit her that night. I don't want to go. I don't want to leave you, I said. Nor do I want you to go. But I know we can never be together. My father forbids it. Will you stay with me tonight? I just want to feel safe. She grabbed my hand softly and walked me over to the bed where she laid back down with her back to me. I laid down with her and put my arm around her, holding her tight. Eventually, I felt her fall back asleep and was filled with happiness. My dreams were coming true. I couldn't believe she was actually lying in my arms. She was everything I could ever wish for in a woman. How could I leave her? I would do anything to be with her. Lying in her bed, I made up my mind. I would stay on Arona. Thanks for listening to the latest chapter of Arona. I wanted to share with you a more personal experience I recently had while I was hurt. I received an email from a listener and her daughter that inspired me to get back in the studio. In the email, I talked about how my stories have inspired them to create their own stories and how this young listener has struggled with school and dyslexia. All my life, I've also suffered with dyslexia, attention deficit disorder, and anxiety. School was really tough for me. Since then, I've learned to embrace my so-called disorders. And even though it'll always be a struggle, I've realized these disorders make me who I am. I've also learned through the years that people who struggle with similar things are usually different, and different is good. So thank you to all of you who have written me. You inspire me. I hope you'll take time and create something. Find your passion and run with it. It took me many years to find mine, but I'm so glad I did. Now I'm off to work on the next episode of Arona and my kids' podcast, and I'll talk to you all again soon.